0: 22nd Amunah class with Rev Shalom Arush and Bruch Hashem we have Me'er Kay live from LA from La La Land unbelievable what a great day this is going to be with Me'er Kay and of course our wonderful translator Rev Dayan Elgrad obviously he's much more than that and we appreciate every time he's and ourselves to translate to English our Amuna class so we're going to start to get today a very energised and uplifting Amunah class we're dedicating to the success of Mayor Kay himself. should be success. That's the, the class's dedication. This is our gift to you. It should be to your success in everything you're doing. And also to the full healing of Tova Lea Basrifka and Gedalia's son, Rachmul, Donil Ben Tova Basha, Basha, Gedalia Fensel, our good friend, uh, his son, Nizra Foy Shlema, and to be rid of corona and have a uh, Foy Shlema for the whole world. And we appreciate your dedication to our MUNALive.com classes. So I want to first say thank you for all the appreciated feedback and questions that actually formed the goal of this class, and it fits perfectly with our guests. And to remind us all about the Amuna coaching, we're doing exercises with Rav Arush every week. We're already by our fifth and, and about to remind us the sixth soon. We'll get to that during the class. And first, we're going to now go through the feedback from you guys, because we appreciate what you say and we want to share it. Perhaps the next talk should be a discussion on the difference between belief and knowing. It seems to go to the heart of our relationship with a Baruch Hu. That is the, the heart level. We have to get to that point of connecting the mind and the heart. And this is what we're going to discuss hopefully today, because you guys requested it. And that's what we're going to go with, with Mayor Kay and the Rav. Bless you all. Thank you, Shavua Tov, to us all. And don't you take, oh, big steps like heaven or like small steps. Plant strong roots. Wearing a couple is a good practice. I don't know. It's what people say. To increase the muna. invite Hashem to join us in all the ways you walk. When I watch Brestov and his excellent teachers, your muna is increasing just by watching. Very nice. Thank you. Another feedback. Shalom Rav. From Sydney, Australia. I love the show. Blessings and be happy. Another feedback. Very nice. Keep up the wonderful work. You're doing an excellent job. And Mayor Kodesh Baruch have gotten you this chus to continue doing such wonderful work. And that was specifically about Rabbi Ralph Cohen, who's translated for us, but also is now giving more classes in our online platforms. And this is from a dedicated follower, Menachem Zwebner. Thank you very much, Menachem. Shalom, amen. Thanks, Bresla of English. Awesome. Our music must never stop. Hazak, Ain't no m'avado. Hashem is king. Playing my piano right along. Yachad. Together. And now that that was in reference to our Muna classes and tour. And you guys can partner. MunaLive.com And also you see there on the screen. We're going to be putting up all the links relevant. And also underneath as well. And you guys are with us on this journey together. Oh, my goodness. I love Mayor Kay's content. May you continue to shine brightly. Lots of love from California. Be well. Was that your mother? Ella? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're in LA with her, yeah? She's in California. She, in Connecticut. I don't know who it was because it, it was some interesting, like, description of the name who wrote it, but they really wrote it very sincere because they put some hearts as well, you know? So it was great. Anyway... So, we want to now get to our first question. Mayor, if you don't mind just holding on for a moment, where we'll go focus on the, the Rav. And please, Rav Elgod, take us away with our first question.
1: Okay, with pleasure. Shalom Aleichem and Mayor, lovely having you. We're going to go on to our first question now. The question is What is the difference between Imuna and B'tochen? And the question is also specified because in Loshan Kodesh, we know that every word is unique. So therefore there must be a difference between bitachon and emuna they can't mean the same thing shela kvod haravi ma efdel bena bitachon emuna bikar biglash shel lashon hakodesh kol milah yehudit az khayaf sheye ezhu efdel kakh omer ashoel ben bitachon laven emuna ma efdel benhem emuna
2: zema se emuna zema se kol a <laughs> uh what i i hashim karim boya ola so emuna shu had waenol bado wa kol yahol wa rafahidi bapos wa ashira hidi bi khula kol wa hidi
1: emuna is in fact the way that we perceive hashem what we know of hashem that Hashem is all powerful, all knowing, that Hashem is infinite, that He is the only doctor, the only healer, the only provider. That is Emuna.
2: <laughs> he is good, <laughs> He
1: does good, He is merciful.
2: Emuna is the only one the of the the he is
1: loving Imuna is in fact the way we know the creator that is Imuna and <laughs> confidence that is already a personal connection that a person has with Hashem
2: that's
1: when a person is confident and certain that anything the Creator does with him, that is the best thing. The world is mistaken about Bitoch about confidence. They think that what it means is that if I'm certain that I'll get something, that I will receive it.
2: No, that's not
1: Bitochen is not being certain that if you want something, you'll get it. Bitochen, confidence, means that you're certain that anything the Creator does with you, that is the best thing for you. And that's why a person is calm, he's happy, because he knows he's in good hands. No. <laughs> yes. Next question?
2: Next question.
1: <laughs> okay. Please reverb. Oh, oh. the R- pont- R- mayor, the Rav wants you to ask the next question. Oh wow. Yeah.
3: For me
1: to ask for, for me to ask the next
0: question. Yes. Who may? Okay, mayor, we just need you to go one more time in the link.
3: Oh, okay, yes. Um, one second, let me try
0: that. This first time we're having this technical issue, and it's, thank God, with Mayor Kay, who we know can take care of it. He's, we're in good hands. Here we go. Good stuff, because we want to see you on the hey. screen. That's the, the pleasure of it. I'm
3: wonderful. I'm here. I'm back on.
0: Amazing. Oh, ah, beautiful. Ah, lovely They're see They're dancing so, in the so, studio. So, so,
1: so, you know something? So, if Mayor's on, so I'd like to ask another question someone asked which is relevant to what just now happened. Can I do that, man?
3: Absolutely, please.
1: We're using now internet. We're using now the new connection of the new generation. How do we use these tools to change, to modify the way people think and feel about Emona? How are we working on what we have now on the internet, on all the new technology to change, to manage what people think, to connect them to Emona? How are we doing this? I don't
2: know. The <laughs> so Rob
1: says we're practically doing it. This is what we're doing now. We're meeting here together, speaking about Amuna.
3: Tremendous. That's uh, that's one one thing I want to acknowledge is that's what the rab just mentioned that we are elevating the technology in this very moment. And I think some people are quick to to say that the technology or the resources that we have today is should be shunned or to be shut down and i think before we do anything drastic in that way we have to always understand and trust that everything that is created in this world is from hashem and hashem hides himself in certain ways of healing for example through a doctor right it's not the doctor himself who's healing us Hashem, but it's a conduit to the healing so too as the ages progress and as time goes, there's always new gifts that Hashem brings down to this world, a.k.a. technology for this generation that we have, especially with social media. And it's on a spectrum in which we could elevate, it could help us build, or it could digress. It's up to us to decide and choose how we want to go about it. So once we understand and realize we shouldn't be afraid of what is the gifts that are presented to us, we can now delve into it in a healthy manner now. with social media and with this day and age here we are going live. We're connecting with thousands of people throughout the world. We have the ability to to enlighten, to connect, to share. In a day like like now with COVID, where you know there were so many opportunities for a loss of connection, where we couldn't possibly be with people in person, we we're able to connect, and things have been flourishing through this day and age. So one way in which to tap into this world of technology and social media and how to elevate it is to host such shows like this to create content that is not in a way of I think preaching and I think in this day and age a lot of people get scared of the self-help generation, there's so many books telling people how they can help you to feel better or to do anything better and I think the best way and what Rav does so beautifully is that it comes from a place of authenticity of real, of truth and when people recognize and realize that you're sharing from the heart, it enters the heart so the first thing is to realize that when you're connecting and creating any type of a lesson or, 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 or video, you want it to come from a place of deep understanding from yourself and sharing from your own experience to, to share with other people. Um, and so I think that's, that's a very good place to recognize and realize the power in which we have today to, um, to use the technology that we have to spread, um, spread goodness and to spread immuno. Uh, spread
1: Amazing. Wow, beautiful answer. Thank you, Mayor. So how can we translate somewhat what Mayor said to yeah. the Rav and take it further? the Rav, is that technology is key. And technology is a people, The the to people. And if we it, today, people don't the is the
2: <laughs> שחבר,
1: we need to connect people to, themselves.
2: <laughs> people to themselves. People need to know themselves. People need to know they're good. That
1: their essence is only good. That the evil parts don't belong to them, they belong to the dark side.
2: And
1: that, in fact, is the battle that a man goes through. The righteous people teach him that he is good while the dark side, the evil side, is constantly telling him that it's bad.
2: That's
1: what Rabbi Nachman of Breslov said. The Yeh doesn't want the sin itself.
2: The
1: Yeh the dark side, he wants to tell a person, you're bad, the bad is part of you, and he wants to cause a person to fall into despair and give up on himself.
2: And
1: what's the proof that a person is only good his will and his
2: desire
1: not what he succeeded to do, but what he wanted to
2: do
1: and what he wants to do is only good he didn't succeed because his lacking prayers, his lacking knowledge and wisdom. When a person knows that he is only good
2: and
1: he only wants to do good, then he's happy. And he has
2: power
1: to achieve and to reach anything and truly to do anything that he wants in this world he'll be able to do.
3: Wow. I think running off that, um, which I think the Rav said so beautifully, is that there's a very deep, under, it's a deep uh, false belief that people have about themselves. You know, after, after they do something perhaps that is "quote unquote" wrong, they did it you know in that disconnects themselves to their source, to Hashem. There's like two different uh, levels of I think understanding or feelings that come in. One of which is guilt. You could feel bad and guilty about what you just did. And I think that, and then something goes a bit deeper, that there's a level of shame. And to split it into two ideas is that guilt makes you feel like you've done something bad, and then shame could be translated that you are bad. (laughs) And if you go to that level of, when you tie in your identity, being that I am bad, then that could open up a wormhole of discomfort and, and despair in which you just try to, like, if I'm already this bad, then I could keep on, and you sort of give yourself a deep, like, Um, permission to keep on doing the wrong. And I think what Rav says is so beautiful is that your essence is untouchable. It's always pure. It's always good. You are part of godliness. And understanding yourself on this level, realizing that perhaps, yes, the way that the rules of this existence, the spiritual principles that we live on is that there's the physical and the spiritual. And every single moment that we have through challenge is the opportunity to level up and to grow closer to Hashem. So rather saying, why me, You know like uh you can say why not me this is a doctor a holocaust survivor dr edith eager you can instead of being despair saying pity for yourself he's like wow here's an opportunity in which i can now level up and build a closer connection to hashem but to remember remind yourself that you are good you are enough throughout life i think a lot of us are told how to change here how to change here and there's some if perhaps some educators could have not the right language they don't understand how to deal with such a young you know pure souls young children and we absorb such important things at such a young age and if it's not handled correctly we could translate it in the belief mm-hmm. of saying that i'm not good enough and throughout the, the, the whole life, the, we could go on this path of trying to find where am I good, where am I good? And every time we make a mistake, it sort of feeds into this existence of saying, oh, you're right, I'm not good enough. He said, I just made a mistake. Now we're recognizing that, no, you are good. You are pure. You are a child of Hashem. And Hashem wants to see you succeed. And the reason, and how do we know this is because we have the challenges.
0: But Mayor, challenge, our challenge, and I know myself as a father, how do we communicate it to them that they actually hear the message? Because they're online. They're on TikTok for a lot of young people. And if they're, Hashem, protected a bit more, maybe they're not on TikTok, but they're on other things. Like, where do we have the ability to be on their level or at least communicate to them these truths that the Rav is saying and, Bo Hashem, you're bringing out together? How do we do this? And
1: this is the question yes. we can ask the Rav as yes. well. <laughs> האשמה זה הוא מתבייש והבושה גורמת לו להרגיש חסר ערך. הוא אומר שזה אחת הבאות הגדולות שיש שם גם בחינוך שאנחנו לא את הזה לילדים. וזה מה שאל, ברשת. איך אנחנו מעבירים להם את המסר שהרב מדבר עליו שהרבי מאיר מדבר, שהרב מדבר עליו, שהם טובים שהם טובים הם נפלו וחטו הם לא צריכים okay. That's a nice question <laughs> <אז>... First of all, let's explain how do you pass this message on to all the boys, to all the children. I just now explained, and you have to grasp the concept and the point of what I'm explaining.
2: I'm
1: addressing the person who did the greatest sin, the greatest transgression. I address him and I ask him, What is your true will and desire? What do you really want? Do you want to be bad and evil? The answer is no. You want to do good. If you were able, you wouldn't have committed that sin. So start believing in your willpower. Your will is you. That's what defines you.
2: The fact that you didn't succeed
1: through your will to actually be good, even practically,
2: <laughs> it, it, help, it's
1: because you don't know how to harness your willpower and to manifest it into the world of actions. You don't know how to use your willpower into
2: actually doing good things. Ben. <Feuerlar>
1: Separate between your will and between what's happening with you. Let's give an example. A person wants not to be angry. He really wants not to be angry.
2: But
1: in reality, he's going to be angry.
2: Because
1: wanting not to be angry, that is his true essence.
2: Because going to be angry.
1: But he doesn't know how to harness his will into the world of actions, and I'm now going to teach him how to take his will and to use it so that it also modifies and changes his actions.
2: As you every day,
1: so with the example that we gave now about a person who doesn't want to be angry, that's what he wants. So what I'm telling him is, every single day for ten minutes, what you want in your heart and in your conscious, use it through your mouth, take it out verbally, verbalize your wants and your desires.
2: <laughs> Anger is only a result. <laughs>
1: it's a result of what, of the lack of emuna, the lack of faith.
2: Because
1: if you'd really know that everything that happens to you is because that is how Hashem wants it to happen, you'd never be angry. So we see that when a person is angry, he's actually angry at Hashem. And that's why now he has to learn Emuna. he has to learn faith.
2: He has to learn faith.
1: To ask the Creator, my Heavenly Father. Give me full and complete
2: emunah.
1: Give me the knowledge, the wisdom in a complete manner. Let me know that everything happened, that everything that happens in this world, every single little thing is because that's the way you want it to
2: happen.
1: So if he dedicates for that thing every single day a certain amount of time to pray, eventually he will reach a stage where he won't even be angry. So, what we can actually see is that his wills and his desires, that is his true essence. But he needs to learn how to manifest his wills and his desire and not just leave it on the realm of only wanting. I now just taught the adults to understand and to realize that who are you really? Who are you truly? You are what you want. You're what you desire. Now, how do you teach the children this concept?
2: When
1: we're dealing with little children, you have to prove to them that they are really good. You have to take examples of things that they do and to show them that they are really and truly good. For example, I tell the child, Come. Let us together clean now the house. So he starts cleaning the house, and then I turn to him and I say, Can you see what a good child you are? Can you see what a good boy you are? You're helping me, you're cleaning the house, you're doing what I
2: say. <laughs>
1: That's how you have to work with children, showing them all these points where they're good and to instill within themselves the faith that they are really and truly good.
0: How do, how, how, how do we do that online? Like, Meir is online with TikTok or Instagram. I try to also for a Muna class. How do we bring it online? That's the question.
1: רבי מאיר נמצא ברשת, הוא נמצא שם באינטרנט, בזום, באינסטגרם. איך אנחנו עושים את זה אז אנחנו
2: צריכים... כל פעם נקודה, דיברתי על בואו, אני כול, לא רוצים לחוס, אחד יותר, אחד פחות בוא, אז בוא, בוא Every
1: single time, we need to take one specific point, like, for example, anger, and speak about that point to people, telling them, listen, none of us really want to be angry, do we? So let's learn about anger. Let's learn how not to be angry. Focus on one point at a time. We start explaining exactly the same exercise that I did just now, that you are what you want, not what you do.
2: וככה לקחת עוד עוד דוגמה, הרבה דוגמה בענייה של שלום בית, בענייה של שמאה, בענייה של אה, ממש כל מיני דוגמאות בהיים שדם, כולם שלחים לכולם. אני לא יכול לקראת, לא כאלה דוגמאות אישיות, אלא דוגמאים ששלחים לכולם.
1: And then we take many more examples that are relevant to all people, like, for example, Shalom Bayis, domestic peace and tranquility, happiness, things that are unanimous to all people. Educating the children. And we start teaching the world about these points. What we're doing here on this program, in our Emuna coaching,
2: מלמדים, כל פעם, עוד נקודה ועוד נקודה, ואנשים אומרים לנו שזה ממש... אחד אמר ששנים היה על כדורים, מי אשר תחית את הקודש, לשמוע את הקודשי ללכת אותו, עזבת כל כדורים, הוא בריא לגמרי ושמח לגמרי.
1: We're teaching people here another point and another point and another point of Immuna coaching. Someone told us that he for years was on pills and medication and only after he started hearing the Immuna coaching that we're teaching here on this program did he manage to get off the medication. So, but Maya, um,
0: with the Rav well, answered beautifully, how, do, how does it relate to what you're doing? Because I know, I see it, I've got inspiration and Also from the Rav, like this week, a boy sent to me a message that he's been listening to the Rav's classes and he's having challenges with his Kadusha and all kinds of things people sent him to us. And he's had a complete change of heart. I'm going to play the Rav the message after the class. It's such inspiration from this boy. And then it went to his father as well. His father was so inspired and it helped him with his business. And everything's been uplifted by working on their Muna. And how do you see it in what you're doing online like that relates to what the Rav's message of going through points and teaching them different things and how is it that you're able to draw in the kids that they're really into it? That's the question.
3: That's a it's a beautiful question and the Rav this speaks so beautifully on the topic. I really love what he mentioned about how to show example to the child as well. And like, hey, look at this great job you did. So before I jump into your aunt to answer the question which you just asked, Ellie I just want to also say there's, um, I'd like to touch on the idea of un- unconditional love. So, to connect with the younger generation, even my, my generation, I'm a kid at heart here, is this <laughs> idea that before going ahead and yes, talking about and bringing these lessons through, through the media, which are so important, I think it's also to understand and build a bond with our children, with the teens, with the young adults, that there's an unconditional love emanating and, and being a mirror. To like Hashem, we believe Hashem, there's unconditional love, we can do no wrong, and Hashem will always open a sec. there's always a, an opportunity and a door for tshuva. And I think there's a big a big thing that we sometimes overlook, a big point that the children sometimes when they, when they feel this shame or guilt, they feel like, oh, I won't be loved, I'll be thrown out, I won't be, have a place and an avenue to talk to. And I think this is a very important thing to talk about, to recognize as parents and educators, to always bring forth and always have that door open, no matter where that student or a child may go or where they may experiment or any doubt they may have to always know there is no shame there's no guilt they'll always be accepted with unconditional love now okay, now how to go about like rob mentioned to take one point and to go ahead and to bring that forth through video or through communication i, I totally agree to bring it in a way in which we all love stories. So for example, a lot of my videos, there are a lot of deep lessons, but through a simple story under two minutes in the day and age that people have, you know, so many different options to go about, we have to go about and water down ideas into a space that it could be through a story, an emotional connection. If we can move them through laughter, through through a, a tear of joy, through something that makes them think, some sort of emotion that will last. So we could take the example of, you know, uh, even anger. I did a short story about anger, about a father and a son who had an anger problem, and the father teaches him a beautiful lesson about how he could go about taking nails. Every time he was upset, he would take a nail, he'll bang it into the wall, and that's how he got through his anger. After a few days, and he worked on himself as a child. He would think before he got angry, and every time he did that, he would take out a nail. And then after that, the father said, look at the, at the places where you took out the nails. It's incredible that you caught yourself and you're able to remove the nails from the wall, but now you, you still there's a blemish in the wall. Understanding the 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 effect when we get angry, how that sometimes there's a residue that stays afterwards and when we, we can catch ourselves before getting angry so we don't get to that place. So there's a beautiful, and that video has, you know, a couple million views online. And I think it's about finding ways, yes, through TikTok, yes, through social media. We don't have to necessarily go through the t- trends of perhaps dancing or right now, which is always fun and done in, in a healthy manner. But we could f- we could find these ways. And it's a challenge, of course, because, we you know, back in the day, we'd have two hours in a share to go and study a concept. But today, we were moving and shaking. So to take these ideas, which Rob talks about, and bring it through a video, which is meaningful, which is purposeful, which is through a story, perhaps, or through a challenge that challenges people, makes them think, and challenges their friends, I think it's a very fun, it's, it could be fun, it could be meaningful, and a way that we could connect and, uh, and spread the message of Amuna.
0: Amazing. Do you think some of the message of the Rav, we spoke about Amuna and Rotzen, can we reduce it to a short thing, to a minute? We'll ask the Rav this, and we'll ask Mayor if we Because, for example, TikTok's one minute long. Can the message still be given over in such a small, because it's getting shorter and shorter, the
1: content. So can we ask the Rav this question? Yeah. Is that possible? רבי מאיר הרב אמר שבמדיה שיש לנו היום, אנחנו צריכים ללמוד איך לרכז הרבה מאוד נושאים בתוך פרק זמן קצר מאוד, כי הקשב של אנשים היום יורד. הוא שואל, אפשר לדומה לקחת את מה שהרב דיבר עליו עכשיו, על הנושא הזה של הרצון, שהמולשוי של הרצון, ולרכז את זה לתוך פרק זמן של דקה אחת, כי היום לדומה בטיק טוק זה מה שיש לבן אדם, דקה אחת. בראשם, משתדל לעשות, לעשות דקה,
2: שתיים,
1: Thank Hashem, I always try to do Shiurim that
2: are a minute, two minutes long. And
1: I pass on strong messages in a very short period of time, of a
2: minute or two. But what I do is I give
1: another class of another minute, another minute on the same topic to emphasize the point. And people that wake up are looking to hear already the long classes, not just the short ones. Certainly it's much more difficult taking such concepts and squeezing them into a small space of time, but it's possible.
2: Here, I'm
1: now going to give an example. <laughs> no. That only good. The evil is your dark side. The evil, that's the, that's the dark side, the evil side. It's not you. Who are you? You are what you want. You are your will. And your will is only good. You only want good. And even though you don't succeed, that's what you really and truly want. (laughs) Yeah, an example.
0: Mayor, you have
2: an example?
3: That's a beautiful example. Um, I think there's. What I actually. Yes, and I would say shameless plug go check out my youtube videos there's some, quite a few examples there yeah we obviously Two-minute encourage
0: <laughs> check out <laughs> mayor Kay's the, the, podcast youtube everything but the rav is has amazing one minute videos which we're going to share more and more we want to see mayor a little bit what, what you're saying
3: i think there's i think there's also a beautiful idea what the rabbi, rabbi was saying was that even though perhaps we may not be doing the will of hashem I think I, be, I truly believe that just by trying to doing the will of Hashem just be, just that our heart is in the right place, Hashem helps us seize that opening and he, and he guides us to to get to where we want to go so even though I may not be on the road, I may not know the road that i 'm going on right now, I may be lost i don 't know i 'm confused the, the, my, the clarity hasn 't settled on me yet. It's in within that will of wanting, and yes, falling and tripping and going off and coming back on. But it's, it's within that journey, Hashem finds the most beauty within within that with, within those moments of uncertainty. Um, I don't think a man of faith. I, I think Rob, uh, Jonathan Sacks said it's faith doesn't lie within that certainty, but it's within the uncertainty that is where the work takes place and then where Hashem finds the most joy. Uh, so I think I think there's a there's beautiful concepts even taking with the idea what the Rob said taking on anger taking on the idea of um of how we are essentially deep in the essence only good and there's some beautiful visuals that we could take you know create within two within a two minute video that could just bring forth these beautiful concepts in in a short in a short video it may be difficult maybe hard but it's definitely doable
0: so you, you do this a lot. You create such footage. We are doing it here. We have a team of people, thank God, in the office. And you guys are all welcome, um, com and al to support and partner with that. Obviously, we always post that and we will ask you to partner so that the team here can continue to do such professional work with the one-minute clips and getting it more and more content in English and in all the other languages that we have, which is, I think, 13 languages. But how... Okay, you're in LA and you're traveling around, you know, back and forth a lot when it's not COVID and now it is between probably New York, I believe, and LA. Is that right? Traveling back and forth. (laughs)
3: Yes, yes, through through New York, LA and and There's a few projects in Israel And and throughout the world But you know, there's a beautiful time right now through virtually On Friday, I just gave a class of 350 High school students and their parents So there's a lot to take in We don't have to be limited just to be in time and space But even beyond video You could even make these little graphics You know, putting out content That's just not just video But even like short little memes Short little posts that have a nice quote Or a nice message that fits in a paragraph that could really move someone to make someone think, as they're scrolling down their feed, or it could be shared on WhatsApp status, and that in itself is powerful. How many times did I see something from a quote that made me like, "Wow, that moved me, that touched me"? So there's so many different elements that we could tap into, whether it's through words, through a quote, through a video, through an image. And that, and I think beyond that, bringing back and this is practice that I've been doing, and it's maybe for the old, a bit older, maybe the later teens, early twenties, and so on and so forth. Meditation, bringing back meditation and mindfulness, which was such a big part in our own history. Sure. To bring that back, whether it's. 60 seconds, taking a minute, three minutes, thinking about a concept, thinking about amuna, thinking about kindness, thinking about our connection with Hashem, and then writing down a gratitude list.
0: So that's a big you thing know? here with with the rav. We have hispodedus and learning uh, principles of amuna. Um, have Have you tried that avoda of hispodedus? I'm just curious because I remember I had the merit of meeting you in L.A. after you were in Kenya, like we bumped into each other like such divine providence with and Black. And and then seeing you again in Uman on the stage and getting everyone energized, like ha, have you connected? Being like connected with Nissim and Uman and all these other good Breslov and ashamas, have you have you had that connection yourself? Is it something that you've related to that path?
3: Yes. Yes, this has been a massive part in my more recently in the past year and a half of my life. So until now, I was just energizer, buddy, not taking a moment to breathe, just going, going, going. And it lasted for so long. And now I find such beauty. It's against my nature. But I'm training myself and recognizing that I really connect with Hashem in those pauses. in those moments because for me I naturally ran myself to a very dark place you see I lived in the extremes and still challenged to but I live in the very high peaks of joy and happiness and extreme and then in the opposite I would fall into my very deep valleys because one cannot live without the other and so what I found, and that was going on for so long, but there was, it, was, it was an unhealthy system. And so as I learned to learn and take a pause and to recognize in those moments of quiet solitude, you know, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. Lonely is not great. You know, it's, you have to connect. There have to be a connection. But to be alone is a very powerful thing, to go out alone, to take time and to breathe and to talk to Hashem in my own language, in my own words, taking a moment in, in English. And to say, hey, Hashem, this is what I'm going through. So I want to thank you for. It's been the most incredible practice, and and for me, connecting with Hashem in a in a very, very deep manner. And so, yes, this is something that I I have and plan to do through my own work. And I'm also in the midst of connecting through an app, creating an app that's to team up with an app actually in existence to, to help. Help people take a moment to stop, to pause, and to reflect, because I think it's in those moments of pause. I think we're in yeah. this day and age, especially in America, go, go, go,
0: go, Can we, we can we tell the Rav what you're planning to do so maybe the Rav can give a blessing that should be much clearer about this? Sure. The Rav
1: will create a new application that will allow people to take a break in their lives and to prepare for the process <laughs> of rebuilding their inner selves. Something that will remind to the all I ask the
2: may Hashem guard you and protect you. I'd like to bless you. Vashita- you will merit to have the wisdom and the knowledge and understanding. Chabad. And the true full faith. We will know
1: how to bring all people closer to Hashem. And to connect them with the
2: Creator that
1: everyone will have a direct connection to the Creator. Everyone. Like we say in the prayer,
2: (laughs) and that all the people
1: of flesh, all the living people shall call out your name, Hashem. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. So Maya, we really enjoyed having you today. It's such a merit. And we want to just thank you again very much and recommend everyone to join Mayor Kay on all his amazing platforms. Keep joining the the the, the energy and the inspiration there in, in in America. And we look forward to seeing you in person in our studio. Please, God, in Yushalayim, or Kodesh. What an amazing thing to have you here, to, to be part of this experience. Next week, we hope to have Mendy Weinreb and his brothers, very talented musicians. You know, Mendy? The wine brothers you've
1: met them
3: i've of course i've heard of them they're beautiful beautiful Nishamas. i did have one question i know we are tied
1: but yeah, a please. question about acceptance please do yes ma'am i'm translating go on
3: the idea go of and this ties in with the muna the idea and we touched on it earlier, but truly wherever one finds themselves, that's where they're supposed to be. But at times, it's, it's quite difficult, right? The challenges that make one may find themselves. What are some tools or what's a way to accept? You feel uncomfortable with the emotional, like the challenges that come, that sh- that plague the mind, the mental and the emotional. How does one truly step into accepting that this, where I find myself right now is, Hashem, where, where, is where Hashem wants me to be? And how do I practice
1: that acceptance and how can i move forward to a place of action to build on that acceptance and to move forward from there kol adam bo amur liot adam et bo bo The best advice is one advice for
2: all the questions.
1: You tell a person you're not happy with the place that you're at, you're finding it difficult to accept it. Speak about that, exactly about that, speak about that to the Creator.
2: The minute a person even remembers, and he starts speaking to the Creator,
1: and he remembers, one second, who placed me in this position? The Creator.
2: The Creator knows what I don't know.
1: And the Creator sees what I don't see.
2: The minute he starts speaking to
1: the Creator, he's already solving his problem. He's praying and asking the Creator, Creator, let me know that this is where you want me to be and this is your will. And once a person knows this is the will of the Creator,
2: It's easy for him to accept
1: the position that he's in, and he understands that this is the best thing for him. Smile. Beautiful.
3: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Mayor, for asking such a wonderful question to end this amazing. Thank you, Mayor. Oh wow, Muna Class 22, energy! Come on! I remember on stage in Uman, screaming, getting the crowd going with uh, DJ Matt Dub and Nissen came on afterwards. It was such an energy. You remember those moments in Uman together?
3: My hi- highlights, highlights. That was my first, my first experience in Uman for Rosh Hashanah. Heard so much about it. it blew my mind to see the radical acceptance and obviously struggle between Jews, the davening that took place, the conversations that took place, the lives entwined, and of course the concert that took place was unbelievable. The tent was shaking. It was, it was something that I carry till today in which I actually documented on a, an Uman vlog I made. Yeah, my, I loved
0: it. Channel. I loved it. It
3: was mom-ish beautiful. And I honestly felt I had, I, I would say, a spiritual awakening in Uman really felt, I had, I was going to May for another time, but I was going through something, and I really felt a connection, a deep connection, with Rabbi Nachman, like I just felt it, with, um, it gave me an extra strength being there, and it gave me the clarity that I needed to step into uh, the right decision. Amen. Tremendous.
0: So good, so we're bringing that energy, the Rav Boch so to be in and Rosh Hashanah this year, and Hanukkah, and he has us all in mind, it is t- beautiful to feel it, and please God, that we have in the coming weeks, Yos. Yabai Shafari or Yonison Hill joining us in another Muna class following next week. And after that, it's all up to you guys. Make it happen. May I have any friends send our way? You want to send us Lewis House? <laughs> I know you're friends of him. So he's a big influencer. We'd love to have such special people join us here. And whatever ideas people have, we're open. And the most important thing is everyone should have a healthy winter, a beautiful rest of the week, and a beautiful Shabbos. Thank you for joining. our have Shalom and Mayor Kay, and Rev. Dainelga. Thank you for translating. And please share on these beautiful classes so the Muna lesson should go live to the whole world, global. Oh, Amen. Meir,
1: it was lovely having you.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
3: Thank you. I look forward to the day that we can see each other and see with all of the Yidim with Sheikh now. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mayor. Good job, guys. Thank you. We're going to end off. (laughs) When they say.